Hey there, it's JVL. On The Secret Show with Sarah Longwell this week, we were together in person, live. It was amazing. We were so excited. We talked about, like, everything. Every, literally everything in the whole world. It's, it's amazing. Here's the show. That's not a real thing. Just tell me that's not a real thing. I can't handle that level of darkness. Um, I mean, so, it's not a real thing that people do, but it's right. a real thing that... QAnon people, people talk say about, that, right, right, that Hillary right. Clinton does. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Okay. Uh, quite certain she doesn't do that. Uh, Have you I, ever seen her not do it? <laughs> I have seen her not do it. Oh, yeah, I guess that's right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you were saying about QAnon. <laughs> The worst thing that all this happened. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But so this is, oh, right. But so now, so they used to have like this, the blanket accusations of the pedophilia stuff. But now it's just, it's just an assertion of chaos and assertion of everything is terrible, ruining America. And I just need people to show their work on that. And I do think the border is where they'll go. But like, this is why Republicans really need to do something about the border. Because the Democrats and Joe Biden, like they put up a solution. It's uh, something. Headline. Oh, it's the third one. <sighs> Tuberville acknowledges, quote, hard situation for women after Alabama IVF ruling. Alabama Senator Tommy Tuberville acknowledged the challenging situation some women face in his state after the state Supreme Court ruled that frozen embryos are children and subject to legislation dealing with the wrongful death of a minor. I'm going to just read this as a straight voice. I'm not going to do any accents. That's that is a hard one. It really is, Tuberville told reporters. He's almost British in this new voice of yours. Because, again, you really want people to have that opportunity, he continued. We need more kids. Oh, that's that's good, good Tuberville. That's that's the best Tuberville I've ever heard. Not your accent, but his When asked again what he would say to women who would not have access to IVF, Tuberville said, that's unfortunate. Ah, so I, uh, I am interested. We haven't talked about this. We have. So this is the beginning of Roe. We we had a piece on this by Chris Truex. I think it was Chris Truex. I'm sorry if somebody else wrote this piece for us and it wasn't Chris, um, who said at the after Dobbs, you have to understand this isn't really about abortion. It's about birth control. That is the logic of where this goes, right? So Roe's overturned. Alabama goes to a heartbeat bill. Uh, embryos are now given full legal personhood. And the next step is birth control that prevents embryo implanta- implantation. Mm. Now, I'm Catholic, so this all makes sense to me. I don't think a majority of Americans or even maybe a majority are of Alabamans. Against, are you against uh, embryo implantation? I mean, what do you mean by against? I don't know. I mean, what what is the law? When you say you see the logic, what's the logic? I mean, in the Catholic seamless garment of life logic, right? Life is life. Yeah. That's that's the Catholic Church's view, right? Uh, I don't think that is a democratically, small d, democratically tenable position in 2024 America. Do well, you? It's similar. I mean, to me, this is similar to the argument what most people do not agree that the second the sperm hits the egg, uh, right. that, uh, or, and I, I don't, And us know. papists do. Uh, yeah. Okay. Can, that's good. Yeah. That's a, that's a tight, again, tight line. V- 
very, very difficult, I think. Yeah. To assemble a majority coalition in support of that view? I think so. I think so. And I will say one of the things about that to, that struck me as Tuberville was Maybe I'm wrong. Um, uh, yawping is that when he kept saying this would be hard for women. So I would say abortion is something that very much disproportionately a woman has to bear. IVF is uh, – the woman still has to obviously physically bear the pregnancy, but it is something that is usually uh, families are doing together. Like it is not just women. It is not just yes. an option women are looking for. Um, it is what couples. So I had both my kids were born via IVF uh, and I am grateful uh, that yeah. IVF exists. And the thing is, is I'll say it's an, it is an interesting conversation because there is um, I remember when how much I like was desperate for like the little embryos to like catch mm -hmm. like you want the embryo to come together so that it can be implanted and you know anybody who's tried to get pregnant and is like dealt with the heartbreak of a miscarriage and things is that the thing is yeah. is that when you want kids and you're you know trying to start a family and you're going down the street which by the way and also like yes the majority of lesbians I know did this, but also I have tons of straight friends who've also used IVF to have their kids. Mm -hmm. um, you know why? Because we're all older now <laughs> having kids. No, because the American economic system has pushed everybody to go to college and graduate yeah. school and pushed your earning back and pushed childbearing years and marital formation back. And so everybody, if not for reproductive technology advancement over the last 20 years, I did write a book about this. Um, our fertility rate would be even lower than it is right now, which is yeah. quite low. And so, so isn't the pro-life position that like this is helping people who want to have children have children? I mean, and honestly, there is a world in which if you said me. if you said, "Hey, look," because there's this thing that happens with IVF, right, where you're you're um, you're working to create like you, viable you, embryos, viable embryos, right. right? And so sometimes if you have several like lots of viable embryos they might destroy them when they're done and it is true that uh much like uh miscarriages or lots of pregnancies that end after four or five days where mm -hmm. you don't even know you've had a miscarriage whatever that um that people like destroy the embryos because they're not going to use them uh and i think that there is a world in which you could there's like a civilized conversation about limiting the number of embryos that could created uh in terms of how many you know kids are going to have, or even thinking about um, could somebody else use them who's dying doing, to have a kid? Do one at um, a time. I mean, the reason we do them in batches is yeah. purely economic. It's purely cost, right? And there are there are there are people I know, I know very dedicated pro life people who believe all this stuff who have gone through IVF and done it one embryo at a time, but like triples the cost. So yeah. they have to be very very well off. Yeah. Um, so you asked, what is the pro life position? And the answer is I don't know, because two years ago, the pro-life position on COVID-19 was that it was the duty of senior citizens to die and to not be afraid of death in order to keep the economy running to help Donald Trump get reelected. That is a real thing that real conservatives said and argued and wrote in print. So if you're asking me, what does what is the pro-life position? The answer is I don't fucking know anymore. It's not really. Who wrote that? Uh, that, that was a Rusty Reno. Oh, Rusty Reno, the editor of First Rusty Things, Reno. the most, the, the, the essential Catholic journal of ideas mm. wrote that. 
it was there there was the I think it was the Texas governor at the time was who said that it was the, the duty of people to go shopping and you know old people are gonna have to you know no they didn't say die I'm sure they said like we'll have to take precautions for themselves no no they said they said I'm not gonna find the receipts now because good show short show but uh, <laughs> no but this is a thing that happened right and they said we should why why do we not we, we can't be asked to wear masks just because some old person might get COVID and die. But that's a, that's right? a question. So, the, so your point is just that the, there's no, no consistency to the pro-life position. Because my, my question is just why isn't the idea of more babies good, uh, more people who are unable to have kids able to have them due to this? Uh, beats the hell out of me. So like – but the I will just say this because the idea of eliminating IVF uh, is about – cutting off the ability of a lot of people to have children. Including just people who have fertility issues, like, not even just older. I mean, this is a real question. I don't know who the constituency is for cutting off IVF. Because I don't even think most super-duper Well, uh, but a a judge did, right? So this this is the Supreme Court. This is not a... It wasn't passed legislatively. Right. Right. I don't even think... Most of the traditional Catholics who would be against IVF would say that the answer to this is to legislatively prohibit IVF. Yeah. I don't think that would be their position. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm sure you can find somebody at church militant or something yeah. who would say that. Uh, but the answer is none of this makes any sense, right? Why, the pro-life position is also that uh, we need to have a national abortion ban after six weeks, but also we cannot increase and spend a penny more on social services for mothers uh, in difficult situations economically, right? That is is the pro-life position. And it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense whatsoever. You should write a new book about why the pro-life position No, that's good. I should totally do that. That's a great – that's a recipe (laughs) to make my life better. Um, All right. Headline. Lara or Lara Trump? I think it's Lara. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't call her Lara. Lara Trump says she thinks GOP voters would like to see the RNC pay Donald Trump's legal fees. (laughs) So the new – Co, I don't know what her formal title is, but basically she is like in the old Soviet system. Every important military unit had a political officer who sat sort of outside of the command structure of the unit, but basically was in charge of the unit, right? And so on a nuclear submarine, you'd have the, the captain of the submarine and his executive officer and then the political officer. And the political officer had one of the keys to launch the nukes. Well, what's funny about this thing where she's Laura Trump is now like the person in charge of the RNC is like the person. There's another person. Do you know that person's name? Mm. I don't <laughs> like that's like Laura Trump, the minder, yeah. uh, like is now the head of the RNC. And but uh, Hunter Biden's bad. Yeah, don't no, forget. definitely. Hunter Biden, Barisma no, bad. That's, uh, and you know what? It is bad to have children who profit off their famous political parents' names by peddling the... Is Hunter uh, Biden in the DNC? No, no, no. By oh. peddling the illusion oh. of access. Uh, no, that, that's why you got the Brisma job. So, like, it's like, that's grody. But, like, the fact that the Hunter Biden has become this obsession of the right after Donald Trump had just gotten done, installing all of his children in the White House, except for the one we never hear about, 
Tiffany. Poor Tiffany. <laughs> she never gets a good game. I mean, Laura Trump gets to run the RNC, and Tiffany, what does she get? Uh, but Eric and Don Jr., who I think now are barred from also doing business in New York City. I mean, actually, the one who made out the best is uh, Jared, Jared, who got $2 billion from the Saudis. Guys like all. Jared always make out best. Here, I want to read you a quote from Lara. Having someone like me in there, I think, will go a long way for people. I can assure you that my loyalty is to America, right? Republican Party. <laughs> no, I know right? what the next. I know what the next line is. To my father-in-law, <laughs> and I will make sure that every penny is used properly. So that's where we are, right? The the loyalty that we want in the national committee of our Republican Party is not to America, not to the Republican Party, not to voters, not to citizens. Not to the great patriots. It's Donald Trump. And Donald Trump now, oh, between E. Jean Carroll and the New York case, uh, he owes uh, like a smooth half bill. And so uh, half billion dollars is a lot of money to come up with. George and I were in here earlier taping the other podcast. Um, and I was trying to figure out from him, like, how does this get paid? Like, you're, he and George make the point, like, this guy's a real estate guy. They are leveraged. They're not liquid. And so... If he's not particularly liquid, like where does he come up with half a billion dollars right now? Or does he say, I'm going to go bankrupt, like declare bankruptcy to get out of paying? But like that's optically bad for him because that's a personal bankruptcy he'd have to declare. It's not like before where it was a business bankruptcy. And so he's either got to declare bankruptcy or he's got to come up with that money or somebody's got to put a bond for it, which, as George pointed out, like who gives who gives Trump bond right now? Like who, who says, like, yeah, I'm on the hook for this? I don't know. Do you, I'm going to, we don't have a lot of time, but in your heart of hearts, do you really think that he ever pays $500 million? Hey again, it's JVL. The conversation went on from there. If you want to hear the rest of the show, head on over to Bulwark Plus and subscribe. We'd love to have you.